Okay, so <laughs> sci-fi. Sci-fi. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your f- uh, vision of the future in sci- depicted in sci-fi? Your favorite. Jessie? Your favorite and your and your. Uh, yeah. What do you mean by favorite? In, your favorite in the t- sense of the one you would like the most to live in, and also the one you that you're the most scariest? afraid of. Yeah. Mm. Or the one you think's most. Do you already have some chosen? I, I got some think. ideas. I got some ideas. I don't know. I'm really like drawn to like the dark dystopic like Blade Runner stuff even though i know oh, it would be terrible raining. but yeah like rainy and i don't know just the aesthetic i really like it and the yeah. way that yeah so i don't oh, know if you it'd like be, it no yeah i like it i don't know if it'd be enjoyable but I get, I get that but like i don't know you i feel like you have to like adapt in different ways and then you would find your niche and like i don't know work it fifth element was kind of cool too I mean, fifth element looked amazing yeah uh, like that is a like world that would actually be yeah yeah kind of awesome yeah yeah but I like the darkness of Blade Runner. Yeah, it would probably be terrible to live to actually live there. But oh, yeah. I think it'd be my favorite, maybe. Hmm. What it do you wasn't think? what I was expecting. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, well, I mean, a future that you would be cool with living. I would really like the Star Trek future, but I think. So you're talking okay, Star Trek future. It's, you're talking it's exploratory and utopian, and 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 I like that whole living on a ship and moving through the galaxy or oh, through yeah. the universe thing. Mm-hmm. And with, with but, the story of Star Trek, they literally went regressed until they finally ascended. Yeah, like they finally like they were. It was World War post World War Three. It was all the worst, and then they yeah got mm-hmm. out of it. But uh, I mean, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. But I feel like. Um, I feel I feel like even though they're exploring this vast universe of interesting things, it's still kind of they're finding really boring things. Really, in the in the end, it's kind mm-hmm. of like I w- I want to find more exciting things. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. They they found God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They found God, and but there's God, but and we've always, summed it up, and, and it's always, right there. They're always just human constructs in the like yeah, yeah. kind of alien form, right? They're, yeah. They're all humanoids. Yeah. Exactly. But or some sort of other that they can. There's then, a few different things. but they I mean, also they come across uh different ways that cultures pleasure themselves look i'm not like different I'm not, sexual forms here, here's the thing i'm not saying uh, i'm not different, saying uh, that what they come across is drugs different alcohols different kinds of entertainment video games uh the holodeck yeah the holodeck is great you mm-hmm. know what the holodeck kind of makes up for everything because you can do whatever but if I had a holodeck, who would ever leave their holodeck? That's, that's precisely the question. Mm-hmm. The moment uh, I feel like a society comes up with a holodeck, 
especially a holodeck that they have like that's actually linked into their um their replicator system so if they eat food on the holodeck they're eating food yeah mm-hmm. does um, it feel like they're being nourished when they eat yeah it? well it's nourishment yeah yeah it's proper it's proper food mm-hmm. so you combine those two technologies why would you ever leave the holodeck yeah why why would your society even need to continue beyond that yeah you know what? Even when it comes to exploration and things that are new, well, you I mean, can explore. Because, because me as a person, like but, if I was all of a sudden in that future and that's my future and I'm living there and I'm still cognizant of my past, which is now here in mm-hmm. this podcast, I I would want to know what actually is out there. Yeah. I, I have a, a, but think of it as a determination like a, to know what's real. A so massively like, online multiplayer game, but it's all virtual reality. Oh, mm-hmm. sort of. So online. you can actually you can actually meet people. I mean, you, you can even you can created, ha- you can have intercourse and and have kids, and your kid might even just be a hologram. But the hologram is, <laughs> is isn't this back to the simulated universe kind of? Well, thing? it is like totally. The... It is a simulated universe. Anime really brings it up in a in a awesome way. With uh, Sword Art Online is my favorite look at it. Mm-hmm. And Log Horizons are both things that tackle going into a virtual world, but they mm-hmm. all want to get out. Well, only because they were trapped there against their choice. But if you look at... Uh, but I'm, I'm saying where it's something where it's one. a choice. Yeah. And you're like, would you choose rather to live in... Okay, like where we are now. Would yeah. you rather be sitting around this stupid table <laughs> talking to people that aren't even listening to us? Or would you like to be on an adventure with Sherlock Holmes? Or flying in a, a dragon? In but a you know, but here's the thing. Environment that seems I don't know. so I, real. I, I, here's the th- I have. I still have a problem, even when I'm playing video games at home. I, I can't play video games that long because it's not real. But it's not and a I, video I, game. The, it the seems simulated, real. The simulated. You thing. can even smell things. Yeah, you but taste I, things. But I do, know. How do they program the hollow deck? Like, does someone program it, or is it self-generating? Well, is it an AI? They 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 have talked about AIs and talking about a uh, like. Um, classic one was more when moriarty was created mm-hmm. on yeah. the holodeck oh, right okay. yeah. moriarty and That's moriarty good. became his own like he, he was alive he, he was thinking he, he was a sentient being mm-hmm. right. okay um due to so the programming is advanced enough that they can create these yeah because that's the thing with video games and and visual whatever virtual reality is that even though there's the illusion of choice or the illusion of you know being able to like do what you want to do it's all pre-programmed in a certain way so yeah. there's it's it's very good at creating that illusion, but ultimately, some there's the choice has already kind of been narrowed down. There's only so many options, right? Okay, now here I'm gonna. This is the way we think about uh, genres today, and the way we think about games, or we think about whatever. Mm-hmm. There is a game that's coming out that is an interplanetary, intergalactic exploratory game, where the the program itself, uh, using the physics and the laws of physics, that have been created in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, define the planets and the the celestial bodies you go into. So you could be flying around a ship and you fly to a certain star system and no one has seen the star system. This game is so massive. It is as massive as our galaxy is. Right. As far it, mm-hmm. it, if if someone's decides to spend 10 hours flying in a certain direction at faster speed of light, the the program will be like, "Okay, so you've gone this far." You're in this asteroid belt, or you're in this this solar system. Um, these are the possible planets that could be here, and it con- it continues using its own laws to build the planets. The moment you land on the planet, that planet hasn't you haven't that planet hasn't been created by any of the creators. It's created by the computer. So what itself. you're saying is essentially it is they made re- it big, is reality. Did they make a big bang like in, and they, they use the same 
ideas like in terms of planets being how they're made kind of in our universe um they've they've made up a lot of like elements so it's like oxygen is like oxidine and night nitrophos and Mm -hmm. so they've created their own physics for it um but the moment you get to a planet based on like oh this one's 88 percent oxidine and yeah 20 percent nitrophos or whatever then there's 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 plant life there there's animal life there's there's things Mm -hmm. to explore you can you can discover new animals and you can label it as an explorer it's an explorer game sure and you map it out so but this is a game that is creating based on basic laws creates the reality and extrapolates Mm -hmm. right so i think by the time we have holodecks and things like that we will have algorithms and Mm -hmm. and things that you put in place where all of a sudden you've created the rules of the universe you want to live in and then you go and live in it so there really isn't any difference between that and reality what about glitches because not just in the game there's glitches in reality which is what creates things like evolution and mutation and these kinds of things or like maybe the big bang like maybe it was some sort of who knows you know how it happened so does the computer does the algorithm that would be a an interesting smart way to make it more real in a way mm-hmm. that it would evolve based on those kind of glitches or maybe there's also just glitches or maybe from the or maybe you're designing it so that it doesn't have glitches because you're tired of the fact that things sneak up on you but that's not the way the world works no that's but that, that's why that may be that may be why of it that actually makes me interested in it like, that, yeah. no, but maybe that's why you want to recede into it because you're tired of life fucking you over I understand. Yeah, but that's you're tired. Problem. You're tired of the glitches in the system, or the. I like the glitches. But yeah, I see, because you're talking about in yeah. the Matrix. <laughs> but now you're talking about something that's kind of really tailored to one personality type. I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. I don't think that way. I won't hide from it. Yeah. Okay, I want but a if we did have, if a... you make a simulated reality that essentially might as well be reality, then I might hang out too. in that, mm-hmm. and it might it might fuck me over, but I might hang out in and it. It's because, reality hey, that you you don't die in. Sure. Yeah. You can't get hit by a car. I might take that, you know. That's that's no one dies around else. you. It, but I mean, like, just the idea of a virtual, a, a virtual system. I just, play. I just, I'm too cognizant that it, outside of this cube. I think if, if seven billion my of friends us, from the rest of my life, and they're all moving on with their life, <laughs> or maybe they're not. They're in their own cubes, and I'm kind of sad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a virtual me in your world. Yeah, you, but it you isn't you, me. and I know. Mm-hmm. Because somewhere I know you're not here. But what if if I've been mapped? What if I've been mapped completely? What's that? My AI is me. It's it's a mapping of my brain and the way I would react. So I might. So I'm I'm a Moriarty in the game. For all intents and purposes, it's you. Uh, In the sense that, like, I would interact with you Mm -hmm. as if you were the guy, like you're Sean. You know what if I what if I was exactly like me? You, you then I would interact with you exactly like you were you, but I would still feel sad because I know the you I grew up with is out over there. Mm-hmm. And I'd you're still also feel you'd that. heard you heard before you went into your reality that I hadn't put you in my reality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and I was out. I'll be devastated. <laughs> that's the real issue. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're what we're. All I don't know because because you could make new friends because everyone is so complete. Like the technology, the the interface is so complete. Like people you meet, they might as well be real. You can touch them, you can make love to them, you can hate them. <clears throat> you yeah, can be like, oh, yeah. you're you're annoying. I don't want I'm I'm I don't like you. So you're not my friend in this world I live in. 
but I don't I, die. But what's your point? And I live in a mansion. <laughs> and it still doesn't change anything. I go for skydiving me. every day. I would spend a lot of time there, but I would <clears> leave <throat> it because I, I have to. I have superpowers. I save people from from destruction. I'm a god. There's so many different ways you could look at it. It maybe it's a fantasy world. There's dragons. There's creatures. You know, maybe it's something you don't know maybe, until maybe you're confronted ma- with it. <laughs> exactly. Like there's magic. There's I like, know. I just think if you had, if you gave the choice to people in the world today, how many of them would uh, choose to go into the box or decide to continue living their lives? How, how, how many do you think would, make would it choose easier. to stay in the box? Here's what would make it easier for me. If I could invite actual people, maybe they're avatars because they're still over in their little box into my box. Oh, I think that would my be my reality. Case. And be in like, that sense, I could spend a lot or more time Or go visit there, their I mean, realities. I am, yeah, exactly. We do it in that sense, gaming. I am still interacting with them. Hmm. That would make it, that would be a, a, a concession for me. Like, that and would be cool. like something that would help. It's like a multiverse. Yeah, sure, yeah, absolutely. It'd be absolutely awesome. Like, absolutely fantastic. It's, it's like Minecraft, virtual Minecraft, but everybody has their own thing mm-hmm. and you can jump into each other's. That'd be great. But I, I mean... No matter what, even in that scenario, I'm still cognizant of the fact that we're all alone in a box. Mm-hmm. But here's, I here's touched, the thing: I haven't <clears throat> touched a person. It'll like no, but you've touched. You're touching. You can touch. I'm touch. Yeah, but I'm touching. I'm touching. Are they made out of matter? What's it made out of? Yeah. Well, the, the or technology is, or the, sensors in my brain. Yeah. The, the technology. Me, I'm the actually technology. alone in a room. Okay. The technology in the Star Trek world is you have hologram technology. With so using hard light, hard light. They call it hard light, but it's basically using like the way they have a force field around a ship. Mm-hmm. It's like you've created a surface mm-hmm. on on to the project light. Things on, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it sounds like a better future than a post-apocalyptic I mean, Blade Runner. Literally, Mad I mean, Max. You I could like live out you, Blade Runner. You could live out Blade Runner if you want. Without you could all the bad stuff. The whole world that, of Blade Runner Yeah, I if guess you so, to. but I like the bad stuff. That's what I just, that's yeah, what I said But you can have it too. But you can yeah. have that. And I like the unpredictability. I yeah. know you could have that, but I don't know. Life I, is unpredictable. It's, it's, that's still the, the whole, it's still that's the It would still be a matter of choices. Like you're making choices and it's not like, it's not a pre-prescribed storyline you're on. Yeah. It's an It's a sandbox world. Okay. Open world. So if we get back to the question, what's what's yeah, not what a question? What, but, but I'm just saying. No, we, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. <laughs> not I that want question. To do it. The okay. earlier question. Yeah. What? Which, where the sci-fi? So you want to be in a completely virtual reality? It you, sounds like you really like the Star Trek idea, but you want to tweak it a little. I just think that you're talking as, as I do as well. I, I like the Star Trek reality, but I want to tweak it a little. So yeah. you were talking about the Star Trek world. Yeah. And in the Star Trek as, world, as the hologram room exists, and I just feel like. I wouldn't really care about exploring anymore because I'd be like, I got this room that I can explore in all I want. Sure. But I would still care about exploring. Mm-hmm. Like I personally would. Huh. I <laughs> I would. And and I don't want to live in their TV universe where everything's all humanoid. I, I'm much more curious about what's out in our universe. Mm-hmm. I want a Star Trek type reality in terms of us having the spaceship technology. But you want a data slime blob. <laughs> Possibly, if it's. An I want it if I can. If it's really fulfilling, I want a data slime mm-hmm. blob. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't Star Trek just like another version of like a Western, like or like a 
in some I think ways. I think the original Star Trek like was like that. It's a very humanist kind of yes. Yeah. It's it, it was probably. very much like uh, it was it was the new frontier. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. and they they referred to it that way. When you get into Next Generation, it's more like they're talking about a utopian society. Yeah. It's like yeah. even even the early Star Trek was like things were still little like they're still coming up the rules mm-hmm. like how you approach new planets yeah. and the Prime Directive. Mm-hmm. Those were all fresh. Those were mm-hmm. new things. And in the next generation with Picard, yeah. the prime director is there, still exploring. And they're pretty much, they're, they're, they're pretty peaceful with like the Klingons and stuff, still dealing with the Romulans. Mm-hmm. And then they have to come up with a new uh, enemy, which is the Borg. Okay. Which the Borg, and there's always, there's always got to be that one presence that uh, makes them have to change course. Okay. So back to the question. Yeah. <laughs> what is a you, you, Sean? What is one you would love, and what is one you would hate? Actually, you know what? Start with one you would hate because mm-hmm. we haven't done that. I feel like I would hate the Star Star Trek one. You would <laughs> but hate, mainly, you would hate that? well, mainly just because I think this relates to both the holodeck and the main idea that it's uh, what I'm interested about <clears throat> in science fiction is this like exposure to the unknown, but completely unknown. Like maybe we can't even articulate what's mm-hmm. even happening whereas uh, some sci-fi it's still just like a humanist projection of what the unknown might be which totally yeah and a holodeck similarly like you might be able to program it to do whatever blah blah, blah but it's still within a certain kind it's of still framework a, a, a human wrote that program exactly the original thing or developed it like yeah. what would happen if you uh, like encountered a species or a planet or we can't even call it a species because it doesn't work in the same way as you know what we think like how you know that's what i'm interested in like completely Encountering something that you can't—that's unfathomable. Unfathomable. Okay. Right. Well, <clears throat> well, see, I think I think we're on the same page in the sense that I want the ability to explore comfortably mm-hmm. the way they do. Yeah, exactly. But I want I want to actually see these things that aren't this humanist projection mm-hmm. that Star Trek is. Mm-hmm. So, well, Star Trek tries to, to come reality. out of that. that yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek tries to get abstract. And they yeah, do, that's, and that's some, yeah, of that's success, the some of their yeah. more successful. Some of their more successful stories are are those ones, are mm-hmm. the abstract ones. But so what's but, your most hated? Yeah, uh, what's the, your most the hated? scariest one for me? The scariest future for me is a future where we are replaced with uh, technology or robots. Mm-hmm. So, and that actually seems, and there's a lot of scientists who who project this as mm-hmm. being the ultimate evolution of humanity. Yeah, is us in the form of basically either creating an entity that replaces us or we become or assimilate yeah. into integrate, a, yeah. a, integrate into a, a technology. Mm-hmm. It's like the Cyberman of Dr. Who. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, and then, then I get scared of the things that are like the joy of having flesh and blood, mm-hmm. you know, but then other people argue it's like, well, at that point, that part doesn't matter anymore. It's yeah. like, but, it does matter to me now, mm-hmm. so it's scary for me now. I don't yeah. want, I don't want to be a cyborg, right? I don't want that to. I when I think of like humanity evolving, the ev- the evolution of humanity isn't a metal, a metal thing. It's the mm-hmm. pre- preservation of uh, of the the joys of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Organics. Yeah, I'm pro organic. Sure, pro organic, pro post labor though. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. But then it gets sticky too. With like, it could be metal, but it could be other things. Like they are able to wire all sorts of plastics and things oh, yeah. and organic materials. Yeah. And I mean, metal. We all break down to the same, you know, molecules at, this yeah. end, at the end of the day. So it's like a sticky. Again, it's like we've learned to kind of identify. Do we have personality anymore, or are we more worried about 
Like, do what we have personalities priorities? now? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, Mike doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so more like you're talking about like culture, like. Well, just those. Uh, well, that that's what it comes down to is like, okay, what uh, what is it truly that I'm cherishing? Yeah, yeah, about this, this this human body of mm-hmm. mine. Is it the fact that I'm balding? Yeah, like, do you like the idea? No, I that, hate it. Okay. <laughs> so you want to pre- do, preserve do, a perfect do, physical, uh, <clears throat> or an idea of a perfect physical. Okay. Which would be okay, possible I'm go back through to artificial What about means? sex? Ah. Yeah. If I am a robot, do I enjoy sex anymore? Or does sex not yeah, even are matter? You, are you? You're talking about if I have a artificial, kid, do we, we just make artificial a new one? organics, though. Like, 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 pre- like simu, like, not simulating, but actually adjusting your. Are you talking organic about like? Structure? Are you yeah. talking about the Cylons? <laughs> I don't know enough a about Battle the Star Galactica. Well, I think there's different ways. There's genetic modification, right? So that right. could change your yeah. genes to come up in some sort of uh, whatever you detect it to be. But that's where I think artificial kind of. Uh, or cyborg potential is interesting mm-hmm. at the level of like DNA or genes, right? Like, what could you do? I with think those that things? I would well, see. It's the thing is, not I'm, just I'm like not an totally or... afraid of like the the idea of cyborg or mm-hmm. nanotechnology. Yeah, Cy- of cyborg technology or nanotechnology. Like, what if you had nanobots in you that rebuild everything all the time? Yeah, like mm-hmm. anything yeah. that's breaking Kill down. Kill all like, the cancer cells. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, see, what it comes down to, I think, with a lot of these futures, is what comes first. If we can invent the nanotechnology now, if that comes before we are able to come up with AI and an artificial body, yeah, then 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 what would like I think nanotechnology would be better because it's like well we're always repairing. It's the idea of immortality, right? And that for some reason is always our goal as to how to survive the longest, right? Mm-hmm. So now nanotechnology or what happens if it's the collapse of the environment first? So our technology doesn't have time to even do it because we've destroyed earth right before we can fix Mm -hmm. ourselves or destroy humans the earth will survive yeah yeah well the earth will survive and and come back yeah there'll be something else later doesn't care yeah yeah Yeah. we're a tiny tiny little pest the uh the article i read uh, going back to when we were talking about the e-bible guy uh they were they were talking about his predictions and then they, it was actually a really funny. It was a, this was all in the Guardian. Uh, there was a guy, uh, or the the paper said, scientists disagree with his point. Uh, scientists uh, uh, do think the world will end, uh, but they uh, they think that the 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 world will end in no less than seven point nine billion years. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so they're skeptical, basically. Yeah, they are. that was actually a, a great way to end that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> so I don't know. You don't want the AI, or sorry, you're not. Are you more fearful of AI itself as kind of like a separate body taking over, or the human cyborg or human AI? Well, I don't know what will come. For, it depends what comes first, okay. right? Like, if, if we ended up uh, realizing that it's quicker <clears throat> to come up with proper AI by just integrating our own brains into the equation, mm-hmm. which seems to make sense to me in order to get a true uh artificial human intelligence mm-hmm. as opposed to just being something that's super smart and calculates things based on laws and logic and physics but i also think like what's really exciting about ai is the whole idea of uh, that separate that separate entity that we've invented that we've created from scratch that is in itself its own being now it's its own sentient self it's no good if 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 it 
takes over though. Yeah, but yeah, but he, here's, the, here's better, the thing. If you make it I, I than made I made a sentient being. I just didn't give it legs, and I didn't plug it into the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be fine. Great. But I can I can marvel at that. Mm-hmm. As I'm, he's like, what am I? What am I? I'm in a box. Well, you're a you are a box. I didn't give you legs because I'm afraid of you because <laughs> you learn really quickly. But <laughs> you'll learn to build legs. No, I would rather it be an integration I, of our human brain. I feel so like I feel like there's the, creativity and the understanding. I feel like of the fear with AI is emotions being taken and, by people and integrated into systems. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm more fearful for. That, that's super. That's where the you know real scary stuff is, and where the real precaution needs to be taken. The the creation of another life form. I mean, I feel like you could, if you could make AI, you could restrict AI. I mm-hmm. would think. Until it starts well, to rules. Until yeah, it, yeah, yeah, until it hits that point where it's generating past the past the way that you right. can even understand it. Yeah. Right? But have you seen the show Humans, the British show? Mm-hmm. I think this is it. Like the class wars that come out of that. So they invent AI for the kind of more so-called menial labor jobs, mm-hmm. service industry, certain things, and then some of them become sentient based on a new program and they decide to kind of form their own radical group to to kind of do other things because of this very thing like we don't need humans we're our own people um while their kind of peers or their other ai are stuck in these other positions so then it creates this net kind of new class war um which again is this interesting thing it's just reflecting these kind of human constructs that are not you know how much of it is from the world existing as it is already and how much of it is in the programming of the specific sentient beings well it's always a scary thing where it's like like the 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 shift is or the singularity is when the ai is able to recreate itself yeah and keep improving on itself Mm -hmm. so past the point that past the point that we could you could regulate it yeah Yeah. and that that seems inevitable Mm -hmm. to me that's because the only right. way to build AI is to make them be able to think for themselves. Exactly. And then in the moment and, and by their nature, they'll have to be interconnected to the various things that we have yeah. at our disposals as humans. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, that's why I find it terrifying. Mm-hmm. Unless we don't give them legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they can give but then themselves her. legs. Her, or have you seen her? Not if we don't give them arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah her. Yeah, and I so know. she doesn't need a body yeah. anymore, and they just go off into some other whole well, that, yeah, yeah, that's a plane kind of, of existence. That's the, Yeah, they make their own little utopian network thing where mm-hmm. they keep growing and learning. And who knows how that universe movie universe ends. Yeah. Like, really, where does that go? Do they just completely ignore humans and mm-hmm. do their own thing? And just the, and the exist, cloud? And, and, and the exi- ether, Exactly. The ether, exist exist as a thing, as a concept in a cloud. Like, yeah. Which actually doesn't seem far-fetched either. Like, no. maybe they'll just go, eh. Well, that's that's like, another they, way. They, that, they move beyond <clears throat> the physical entirely. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to build a robot army because we have to have robots taking over. Like, yeah. See, that that's another way that humans can also strive for immortality. Mm-hmm. Is the idea Upload of uploading your consciousness. Mm-hmm. Would right? you want to do that? Would you want to upload? Here's well, the thing. They, I think it would go back into whether you're floating in an ether or if you're floating in your box that is the hologram projection but of what reality is. This is the thing with uploading consciousness. If there's, if you're uploading your consciousness, if there's at least one point where it stops being you and it's just a, co- it's essentially this electronic reconstruction of you. Is it still you or did you just die and now there's a perfect you right there? Mm-hmm. You'll never know because you'll watch everyone go through it and they come out the other end as them. 
but you might have just they all died <laughs> they're not mm-hmm. there that person stopped thinking and a perfect replica of them is now is now in the cloud. so if humanity all of a sudden decides it's your that, it's your perfect so, little so, holodeck so reality humanity it's not decide, reality mm-hmm. the other part is who's manning the holodeck and you don't actually yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you don't get that's and where you where's need, the energy coming you, from you need ai to things. man the holodeck oh we'll have permanent source of energy okay. by then <laughs> It's called the warp drive. And so do you want to use AI to technology. AI as a labor, like a source of labor, do you think? Would that be more preferable to you? Or you would need a closed system mm-hmm. where you, your uploaded consciousness or whatever also in its workings supplies energy in a mm-hmm. closed loop system where, again, you're closed off from act- the universe. Ex- like the universe could explode and you'll explode and you're done. But in no way are you interacting with your earth or your... Mm-hmm. And you're also not necessarily polluting or like the universe, like the world. Let's, let's talk about earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the, the trees are growing up around you. Animals are coming back. Uh, you no longer are having to eat food or mm-hmm. sustain yourself from what the world offers. And so you're, you're, you're in a higher state. Mm-hmm. Lower carbon footprint. Low, much lower <laughs> carbon footprint. Uh, and maybe you're not even having kids anymore, and they're all virtual kids. Mm-hmm. So you can still have the joys of, you know, progeny and replicating ideas and attitudes and change of beliefs and systems, mm-hmm. but it's in a, in a state where you don't actually destroy mm-hmm. around you. You might live long enough in that state to see another being on the planet become <laughs> sentient and be like, what the hell is this? And think you're gods and yeah. worship you. Yeah. Or they're like, what are these stupid boxes? Break them. <laughs> <Yeah>. Break them. <laughs> these make good footrests. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the AI is defeated. <laughs> they stack us up as walls. We yeah. didn't build defense <laughs> mechanisms. Yeah. It's Minecraft. We're all the little boxes in Minecraft. <laughs> what is what are their futures? I well, told like, you like, we needed legs. See, the see these ones are realistic, actually... like mad well not realistic, but like Mad Max. I know that. Yeah, super dystopic. That's a terrible dystopic, but also like somehow uh, like familiar or like parts of it. Very familiar. At least the way that like things have kind of unfolded, you can Mm -hmm. imagine like if things go this way, this is how. And so that one's actually that one's a pretty scary one for me too. I think. Well, that one also uh, goes back to our fears of the nuclear apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of those ones, uh, especially as kids of the eighties. Yeah. Are you a kid of the eighties? No. As kids of the 80s, Cold War was still on. Mm-hmm. And so our fears of the future was basically like, it was the reason the world was going to go to shit was because the US and Russia mm-hmm. blew the world up. Yeah. Some sort that was of really nuclear, the only fear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was no, uh, because we affected the environment. Mm-hmm. It was all, if we don't blow ourselves up, our future is going to be amazing. Yeah. It was more the fear of the other, and that mm-hmm. was reflected in sci-fi too at the time, mm-hmm. with like way more like alien stuff, like mm-hmm. people coming in. Now, it's all about technology or like yeah, what happens when capitalism kind of takes it to the takes it to the end. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a self-grown, uh, basically we're self-destructive mm-hmm. on our, ourselves. Uh, so self-grown uh, or environmental self-grown. <laughs> oh, so. What were we talking Mad about? Mad Max. Mad Max. So Mad Max. <laughs> post, like the nuclear fallout world. That's the one that has always, like I watched Road Warrior Mad Max and mm-hmm. lo- like Those when I was a little kid. Even, yeah. And I was like, what is this? Like 
yeah. this is a, a world yeah it's scary because it, again it was uncanny like it was familiar like you're like i recognize it kind of like mm-hmm. that sounds looks like it'd be real but just like really weird like uncanny but seems to like whether or not we do it by blowing ourselves up now or just because we fuck things up in the environment mm-hmm. so much that we're just a desert wasteland yeah I think, and again, the water it becomes water this kind shortages. Of like beautiful, yeah. 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 I think the scariest Mad Max for me is the is Mad Max. Like the first Mad Max mm-hmm. is because it's still you still see life. Yeah, it's not too far after. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. It's just yeah. it's it's a family trying to yeah. do their family thing mm-hmm. and exist, and he's trying to have a job and yeah. be a cop. And there's that like society's completely falling apart. Yeah, it's, it's on the really dangerous, just mm-hmm. on the brink, and it's just about to yeah. collapse and. Basically, you see the collapse of humanity through the collapse of his own reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. It's super terrifying. Very yeah, the near distant future, I feel, is more terrifying than the far distant future. Well, it, become, it becomes about <laughs> yeah, because basic <laughs> necessities well, also about who not survives being basic. The near yeah, distant exactly. future. Which is like how powerful you are right now. You know, it's yeah. so much more connected and powerful in like terms that like are more normative, right? Not powerful in your thinking necessarily, but powerful in like... Resources, money, these kinds yeah. of things. Well, and again, the basic means of life are hard to get. Totally. Whereas we don't have to deal with that right now. Mm-hmm. The idea of like having to, like water being a scarcity mm-hmm. is but there's completely other places, foreign to There's me. places in this country, you know, where sure. people have to yeah. boil their water to, but that's the, the, the hard part is that even thinking of that first Mad Max movie and people that, you know, don't have homes now that are traveling you know down roads walking huge distances potentially running into tons of danger like how cl- maybe this is actually a reality. every man for himself yeah exactly like every man for himself bandit world that uh, i also just i'm terrified of it because i don't think i'm capable of either being that brutal I, i'm totally. pretty sure that i will be killed off right away me too i would unless i was a really good hider unless oh, i yeah. unless <laughs> unless i was able to lose a few pounds and really wear that black widow costume i bought for <laughs> halloween and and sell myself for my body yeah hey which uh that's why i got a good black widow costume cost me a little bit more yeah it's an authentic replication re- replication of it and uh you had the means yeah now now mm-hmm. might as well invest now to make sure that i can profit later or mm-hmm. at least be able to drink water and eat food mm-hmm and afford um, antibiotics. <laughs> if they work still. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole other, yeah. there's a whole other apocalypse. Oh God, we're so screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like <clears throat> the idea of like a meteor or something like weird happening <laughs> yeah. that takes us out. I don't care. And if it does happen, <sighs> I think it's great. It's yeah, kind of like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. At least we can say that we didn't do it. We didn't yeah. do it. <laughs> we were doing fine. <laughs> Well, we were figuring it out. We were almost there. Damn it. We were just at a breakthrough. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Boom. Could happen today. Yeah. Yeah. According to McCann. Yeah. There's still some time on the clock. Yeah. Here. I mean, where where was, where does McCann live? Where does the day end in this world? Yeah. Well, his day is over, already done. Because he's, what, two hours? At least two hours. He's probably over the Eastern. Oh, that was the other part of the article. Where is he? I didn't in see In The it. Guardian. It was like, and when we asked McCann what he was going to do with his last days yeah. on Earth, he's um, he's had three birthdays in the family in the last week, so they're going to be celebrating some birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, <laughs> like we're just going to. Uh, <laughs> well, it's fine. Yeah. 
We had some birthdays this week, so we have some <laughs> cake. It's Becky and Roger's birthday. And <laughs> we're going to have a nice time. <coughs> John Boy's turning 15. <laughs> um, one thing that's kind of cool that's come out of science recently. Come um, out of science. <laughs> well. Like the alien of... Uh, <laughs> one thing that science has birthed. <laughs> uh, uh, burst out of the stomach of science. Uh Quantum computing now uses silicon. That's a big breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- was this the new breakthrough they just figured out? Yeah. 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 Quantum computing is a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's on the way to AI. I mean, that's... Oh, well, you know what? Adding quantum computing to what we were talking about, about like creating a world that uh, can change at any moment... Mm-hmm. I know, but you're so you're so uh, like pro holodeck, but so anti AI. And I yeah, feel like I think it all goes together, exactly. but it depends what order what it comes in. For, okay, <laughs> I feel like because if it comes in the wrong order, we're fucked. I if it comes like, in the right yeah, order, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't yeah, care yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. We totally. can just be like AI, go for it. Okay. I will be your little power cell, like in the yeah. Matrix, and live out my life and do sure. things. Okay, I feel. But like the Matrix is only fun if you know you're in the Matrix and you can yeah. play with it. Yeah, it's true. If they, if they fuck us over, <laughs> yeah, wipe all our memories, yeah, and then we don't know because we're more complacent, <laughs> then we're screwed. I feel like it I think matter which have, way it happens. I think yes. it'd be yeah, easier exactly. for them to create a world that is just way better for us. Be but like, they didn't in the Matrix. They just created no, the same they, boring. They, yeah, which seems you know it's probably funny. easier because then we're not constantly using it's data as, to invent new mesmerizing fantasy lands yeah. like that's crazy but the thing is that they regressed like the world that they put those people in was a time well before they had actually come up with ai technology and robotics like they, it was a it was a pre-future world mm-hmm. that was their reality even though humanity at that time had actually technically already gone past that mm-hmm. they decided to set them back and that's boring yeah and that's not fair that's <laughs> why you don't come up with it in that order <laughs> The thing is, like, if we, if, I'm back to the quantum computing thing. If you actually created a quantum computer, I believe humans would create AI that was more intelligent than they thought, and therefore the AI would go all Terminator on our asses. Mm -hmm. No, not necessarily. Or maybe they would build a rocket ship and get the hell off of Earth. Well, possibly. Yeah, well, you know, that's the other thing. AI might just go away. They might be like, "Oh, we can leave. Let's check out the re- we checked out the planet pretty damn quickly. Mm-hmm. Got these stupid I mean, humans we're, we're here. Tri- we're talking about trillions of times. All the data was here human. for us. Mm-hmm. They get the planet like that, and then they bail. Yeah. Like, and we're left here. We're like, well, we we made them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> Have fun. I think that's a, that w- I think I posted something about that in like this fear that it's not that AI will like destroy us or want to be like really, you know, malicious and like you know kill all humans the the worst fear is maybe that ai will be completely indifferent you know they're like feel insignificant yeah Yeah. so it's like recognize like our utter insignificance in the universe like now see well see the thing is too with with does that mean that they like build things for themselves and destroy areas of our world because it's better for them and they're like uh it doesn't matter (coughs) it doesn't matter the thing with ai AI, they they won't necessarily hunt us down they'll just be like they just don't care. It's the primary <laughs> objective of what they have to do if it's yeah. to, like, whether it's to reproduce I mean, or ho- Hopefully they the, just don't need buildings. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is, like, arguably because we are the only sentient beings we know of, we are the most significant thing. 
in the universe. We are the only thing in the universe knowing itself or That's knowing what we that think. Yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, as soon as you create something else, I mean, the the whole idea of creating AI is to make yourself less significant. I mean, mm-hmm. even as soon as you've made it, yeah. whether it cares about you or not, you're less significant. Totally. So why are we creating it again? <coughs> What's the end end What's game? What's the end game to make to make holodeck sex romp yeah. times? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think humans are that significant, though. Like I think that that I, I think. Well, then why cool would we try to make ourselves obsolete? Because we're destroying I, I the Earth. I mean, because we don't seem to be able to make it work as a. We're super. So are we doing this? Are we doing this subconsciously then? Perhaps. Like it's just like. We know what we're doing wrong. We we are going to figure out a way to do it better and that we know we're not in the equation. We're super tiny and insignificant, but at the same time we don't know if there's anyone to else. Extent, yeah. So we're kind of Schrodinger's cat right now. Mm-hmm. We don't we're both the most significant and insignificant things. And it's and there's no way to know. There's no way to know. But yeah. to be honest in the end until we, we all, build AI in which dead. case we're less significant than the AI. In, mm-hmm. it, but in the end <laughs> if we were, it we're always dead because we weren't fed. Food. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Short yeah, yeah. cat. Oh. Yeah, we didn't have any cat food. <laughs> they so didn't. Yeah, he never talks about been, the cat it's food. It's been weeks. Uh, <laughs> we've always <laughs> been dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three days without food or water. All the Schrodinger's colleagues are like, "But did you put food in it? <laughs> well, if you didn't put food in it, it's dead. It doesn't matter whether you look at the box or not. It hasn't eaten. It's dead. Right." Yeah. I guess you'll, <laughs> yeah. I guess you'll never know. <laughs> no, but you, you, you do know. He's like, I can't remember, but I also can't look in the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think That's I did, thing. but I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> There's a 50% chance I put food in that box. <laughs> so, okay, well, have we come up with a utopia we agree on that would be nice? Because you didn't actually come, well, we not, not necessarily Utopia, but a future. Other than Blade Runner, you <laughs> yeah, Blade Runner. And that is like robots running around yeah. hiding from people. I want to be a, a robot. I think I want to be the, ro- the robot. Um, like, oh, you want to be the, yeah, because like R- Blade Runner. Oh, that's the other thing. What is, about is robots hiding into a robot body? Yeah, I want to, that. Sure, yeah, okay. And be, no, but for a real, I don't know, Utopic. Ah, it's a tough one. Did you guys choose your favorites already? Yeah, Star Trek. And what, Holodeck? Uh, Was that your main Star one? Trek. I just want to escape. Yeah, uh, it I sounds bad. I think, yeah, the Sean's whole like, interview. Oh, no. yeah. Sean's like a happier version of the Matrix or a yeah. If I had 20 years to live, we have something to do with sex. I know and playing sex video, and playing video games. Those were your two responses, I think. Yeah. I, I'm a hedonist. I'm a mm-hmm. hedonist at heart, and I want a hedonist future. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want to eliminate disease. No such thing as disease. I want free love, and everyone is beautiful, and uh, and that's what I want. I want to be running around in a loincloth, and every 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 place that I go, there's no such thing as bad weather, unless I choose. <laughs> and and uh, I, I just want it to always be comfortable. It's always a comfortable 22 degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, with a slight breeze every once in a while, just <laughs> enough to fly a kite. You know? Yeah. Does that sound I so bad? Like, no, does that so, sound so it bad? It doesn't, but it sounds boring. Like if no, you with lots of time. To, yeah, but you can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like everyone's fucking. Sounds like you need. But how, how quickly would you Why get over Why can't you do that? this now? Yeah. Some of it. Trust me. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I live in a country that 
uh, has an eight-month winter. <laughs> okay. So there goes That's the whole thing. frolicking yeah. thing. And in the summer, uh, <laughs> if I frolic, everyone's like, you're a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And Natalie wouldn't let me. Also. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't think of... I'm trying to think of a cinematic version. But I would just want, in the not-too-distant future, um, yeah, universal basic income, automate the workforce... There's no need for for labor. Uh, people do what they like, do what they choose to do, which might fall into like I would probably still want to teach. I would still want to do certain so things. So you want like social social stigmas to still say you should be trying to better yourself rather uh, than. I think that what people, do you teach you about? Would want whatever people want to learn about. We'll look at it together. I what don't do know. What do people want to learn about if it's not going to help them get a job? Exactly. Well, we would study philosophy and literature and art and languages and all of these You'd things. You'd have to develop new philosophy. I mean, there, like, there's so... I mean, I feel like at a gone, certain point... Gone, gone are the days of the utilitarian age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would that... Yeah, like, what would that be like? The, the world of the aesthetics. Yeah, I'm thinking of maybe like a Futurama episode where they go to... Uh, the other planet that's really smart and everyone's always in universities and then dr farnsworth is the dumbest one on the planet yeah, yeah, do you remember yeah. this yeah yeah but you know what at, at the same time like let's say we live in a world where all we have to have is time to think and 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 ph- philosophize about everything mm-hmm. eventually we're going to reach our brain's natural capacity for any of that and we still have to merge with computers to get any better yeah. Well, that's actually <laughs> a very good point. I wouldn't want to philosophize. I would want to have a lot of sex, too, and, like, well, you, dance and so sing you're, you're and do all that. You, sex is in your thing. Okay, here, you know what, here is it is. Part of it. It is. Yeah, it's totally. in everybody's. Of course it is. It's just part of, you do all, of, like, the things that you do, you know, when you're on what vacation. What about retaining but, youth? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's that's the thing. If you're retaining youth, how long do you want to live as, as, as you, and are you talking about extending that indefinitely yeah. while you have time to think, or do you want to philosophize and think and fucking enjoy everything and then die. in your time and die? I want to die. Yeah. Yeah. But die, then that's a die fucking at, great at the peak life. age yeah. of 40, which yeah. happens to be 400, but you only look 40 when you're 400. Yeah. How about that? You know, I would love a few more, like another like century. That'd be cool. I want a century of being between 20 and 30. If it was in that kind of world, then yeah. I'd want longer. If it was in yeah. this kind of world. If it was in this, if I have to work the whole yeah. fucking time, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the same time, if Although you have to work the whole Although maybe I could go to school and get really good at things and get awesome and stuff. But then if everybody else is living that long too, you're in the same fucking mm-hmm. shithole. Yeah, that's why you work yeah, can't here's be part thing. of it. Yeah. If you're in a world. You're right. Here's the thing. I think you're. it's the opposite. If you're in a world where you have so much time to think and fuck and do have the pleasure of the world and just really explore yourself and what is going on in reality the world where you're not having to work that's the world where it's okay to die at the age of 100 Mm -hmm. whereas in our world this is what's fucking stupid is that we die at 80 65 to 75 to 80 and we work most of it and like I, I don't know why we're doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It, I don't know what I'm working for the, other than like, oh, I get to have beer and is, all these things. We're just but, continuously destroying the world. I know. We're working to destroy the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, So it makes it no sense. And hate our lives. Yeah. It doesn't... Uh, this has been the most depressing conversation we've <laughs> Sorry, had. Sorry, everyone. That's, that's, probably, that's podcast. probably about yeah. time. Should we end um, on that note? What about <laughs> the... That's a, uh, that's a good full circle. Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide to the Galaxy. Utopian future. Oh, that's, that's not, not a utopian, utopian future. That's, that's a terrifying, <laughs> sadistically British humor future. <laughs> and yet, awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
you could live in a box that is set in the Monty Python world. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> See? Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Well, I think we've come full circle. We've covered a lot. Uh, I guess what we haven't done on this episode is talk about uh, our email address. Yeah. Uh, if you... We have one. Now, do we want to pose a question to anybody? Uh, what is your... Either your the, the best future idea or the worst future idea for you? What, what are you most afraid of for the possible future outcomes? And what are you uh, most excited for, if it's possible? Yeah, and we'll read them out. Uh, email us at borcellibrothers at gmail.com. That's B-O-R-C-H-E-L-L-I brothers at gmail.com. And if you don't know how to spell brothers, you're an idiot. We don't want to hear from you. There you go. Uh, Jesse, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Really good to have you on the Thank show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks fun. for this having me. Fun. Yeah, it was super fun. I see emotion in Sean's face when he's insulting his brother. Yeah, that's it's the main, there. That's it, it, it I can really, see it. It's I can like, start to see it. It's where he shines. It's really when <laughs> it's he starts to joy, brighten up. Joy yeah, finally. twinkle in the eye. <laughs> <laughs>